Welcome to Well Worn Pod, the podcast that explores the joy in second hand. I'm your host, Hannah Heading. Thanks for joining us. Well, hello there, lovely listener. Thank you so much for joining me for episode one of Well Worn Pod. I'm your host, Hannah Heading, and I am very excited that you are tuning in. I decided very, very recently to start a podcast about something that I am incredibly passionate about, which is all things secondhand. I love shopping secondhand, whether it's clothing, accessories, all of the good stuff that you adorn yourself with, or shopping secondhand for the things that we find in our homes, furniture, home decor, all of that good stuff. So I thought, what better topic to talk about on a podcast than all things secondhand? I hope that you really enjoy as you hear these stories. I hope that if you are a fellow secondhand lover, that you will connect with the stories that you hear. And if not, then you really enjoy exploring something new and different. Each week on the show, I will interview a guest, someone that I admire who is particularly passionate about all things secondhand. We'll get to know them through a series of questions, learning about how they first developed a love for secondhand and how some of them may have even managed to turn this love into a career for themselves. I have some pretty interesting people lined up and I can't wait for you to hear from them, but I will have a confession. This is all very last minute. I am flying by the seat of my pants right now. I do not have a guest for you for today's episode, but I thought that that would be okay and that maybe we could kick things off by interviewing me so that you can understand where I'm coming from as I share this love for secondhand with you all. But I thought that Uh, trying to interview myself might get a little bit confusing. So I guess I do have a guest for you today. My lovely husband, Jake, is joining us on the podcast. He uh, is very clever and creative, not necessarily someone who loves secondhand shopping, but he will be interviewing me today uh, on the pod. So Jake, hello. How are you? Hello. Doing very well. Thank you. That's good. Thank you for helping me make a podcast. I really appreciate it. Well, shall we kick on into the questions? Absolutely. So the first question that you have asked me to ask you mm-hmm. is what's your earliest memory of secondhand shopping? Well, my earliest memory secondhand shopping was when I was in middle school. I would have been in year eight or year nine. I remember going to a Salvo's store with one of my best friends from school. We had an upcoming school camp and we were given a packing list. And on this packing list were a bunch of items that I didn't already own. I thought that the most cost effective way for me to find these things would be in the op shop. So we ventured out, we went to the op shop, I found a bunch of things that I needed for this school camp and I hardly spent any money and I loved it. That sounds like a good deal but I mean nowadays you don't have many school camps so why have you continued on with the op shopping train? Absolutely I no longer am participating in school camps but I still frequent the op shop And I think the reasons for that have evolved over time. Initially, it was the price point, right? I am a frugal person. Some would call me stingy. I'm trying very hard to be less stingy. But I am totally drawn in by this idea that you can find amazing things at a fraction of the cost of what you would pay in a regular retail store. 
So that was always a huge draw to me when it came to secondhand shopping. And then over time, that reason kind of evolved into me really enjoying the process of sifting through a bunch of items. You know, there are a lot of hits and misses when you go to the op shop. Sometimes you are walking away with an armful of treasures and sometimes you're finding absolute junk that smells pretty funky and has some questionable looking stains. So it's not all... Uh, treasures when you head to the op shop but I kind of really enjoy that process I love uh, looking through racks and racks of clothing it's a pretty fun and mindless activity as well you know you're just waiting to see what you can unearth and add to your wardrobe from there I would say that my passion turned to sustainability Probably a few years ago at this point, I watched a documentary called The True Cost and my eyes were really opened to the effects of the fashion industry, both uh, the human impact of the fashion industry, but also the environmental impacts of that industry. It's a huge polluter and I didn't want to contribute to that. I know that for me, if I wasn't shopping secondhand, I was shopping the sales section of fast fashion stores and I really wanted to change my behavior. So I thought that a really accessible and easy way for me to do that was to continue shopping secondhand because that's something that I enjoy and something that I think has less of uh, an environmental footprint than shopping fast fashion. I have a question for you now that's not on the list. What are you doing? Going rogue. (laughs) So my question is, we just spent a bit of time in America on a holiday. Yeah. What's the difference between the sort of culture of op shopping or thrift shopping and op shopping here? That's so interesting. That's a really great question. Well, I mean, we call it something different, don't we? We call it op shopping here, short for opportunity shopping. And in America, it's known as thrift shopping. So you've got that slight difference <laughs> to begin with. Yeah. What did you find though? Well, it was really interesting because we visited a number of states on our trip to the US and there seemed to be a huge difference even from state to state when it came to thrift shopping. You know, sometimes um, you would come across these stores that are more like a resale store where you take your old clothing and they'll buy it at a fraction of a cost um, from you and then resell it at a higher price point. Um, So it's a little more curated than what you would come across in a regular thrift store. But then they also have, you know, just the regular thrift store like Salvation Army or Goodwill. Um, And I found that those options, the thrift stores over there, are definitely at a lower price point than they are here in Australia. Yeah. But we also don't have a lot that exists around that resale market. We have a lot of independent people doing that, especially via Instagram and just setting up their own Shopify stores online. Um, But there aren't, you know, heaps of businesses that already exist that are well established that do that whole resale thing. Um, I guess it it was probably just cooler over there before it was cool here, I guess. Um, I feel like... Here, we tend to follow the trends that are set in America, that they kind of lead the way in terms of fashion and style and things like that. And I I feel like it was cooler in America to thrift shop. And then we cottoned onto that over here. Hmm, That's really interesting. I think the difference that I see there is like that here, we expect that secondhand clothes, you give them away for free. Yeah. Whereas like 
you could have a you could imagine it being different and that you would get paid for the secondhand clothes that you have if they're worth something. Yeah, so. I feel like the resale market in America is yeah. just huge. They have mm. so many avenues available to people to sell their clothing on, which is very interesting. Interesting. Okay, so the next question on the list is how will you describe your personal style? And this is a question I've heard you ask a lot of other people. So I'm interested to hear what you say. Yeah. How would I describe my personal style? Well, I'm really excited to ask this question to other people and to hear their answers. But when it comes to me defining it for myself, I would say that my personal style is a work in progress. Uh, Not to be self-deprecating, but I don't think that I'm a naturally stylish person. I really appreciate good style. I really appreciate style that is vastly different from my own as well. Um, When people put thought and care into the things that they wear and sometimes it just looks so effortless, right? When people just throw on a bunch of things and it looks amazing. I love to admire that and I'm very inquisitive of that, but I don't think that that's my personal default. I think that style for me is something that I actually really have to work at. And so, yeah, I really do think that my personal style is a work in progress. Earlier this year, I tried to properly narrow down and define my personal style into like three words so that I could curate my perfect Mm -hmm. capsule wardrobe. So the three words that I landed on were classic, minimal and modern. Um, But I don't think that that's true. (laughs) I think that uh, that that those three words maybe lend themselves to something a little more androgynous than um, what I would like my style to be. Um, I think I'd like my style to be maybe a little uh, inspired by the French. I really love a classic French girl style moment. (laughs) That's cute. Yeah. I used to live in France, so I like that. Yeah. (laughs) Would you say that you have French girl style too then? I totally have French girl style. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. I think it's interesting that you set those like the three words because surely I think style like changes, right? Like it's fairly fluid. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And you could also have like a goal that you're not necessarily meeting right now. Yeah. Like which would be different than defining your like current style. Yeah, it's like the style I aspire yeah. to, I guess. Yeah. So you you treat op shopping a bit like treasure hunting. As far as I see. So what are your top three secondhand finds? Of all time? Of all time. Well, I would say that my number one top find of all time was a vintage leopard print faux fur coat, little jacket. Uh, I found it at Worn Again, which is the op shop that our church runs in Glenelg. Uh, I was there bright and early on Warnigan's opening day. I think I was the first person in the store once they opened. I was so excited to see what was in there. And I stumbled upon this amazing jacket. As soon as I picked it up, this lady came up to me and she said, are you sure you're going to get that? Uh, if you don't, like I, I really, really want it, which obviously just made me want it even more. <laughs> uh, and at that point in time, Warnigan sold everything for $2 a piece. So it was the bargain of a lifetime. And the reason that I especially loved this jacket is that it looked identical to a Gorman coat that was currently uh, in stores for $500. It looked exactly the same, but it was vintage and I paid $2 instead of the $500 price tag at Gorman. Well, So that's number one. Gosh, number two. 
Mm. It's so hard to think of all time because I love a wardrobe clear out. So I probably don't have things from forever ago. I'm going to go with currently. Is that okay? Yeah, it's your question. Yeah. Well, I'm going to go Literally, with... <laughs> just when you said that, I looked, I was like, did I ask the right question? Yeah, you said all the time. <laughs> yeah, I did. Uh, I'm going to answer for what's currently in my wardrobe because that's all I can think of right now. Um, and they're not necessarily really exciting things, but they're stuff that I just love and get a lot of use out of. So the second item would be um, a pair of jeans that I got from Savers. Um, I was there on one of their 50% off clothing sale days because, you know, what's better than an op shop than an op shop where everything is half price. So I found my perfect pair of denim. They were in the men's section and they are vintage Target, um, a little bit too big for me, very loose and baggy and wide-legged, um, and I live in them. They are so comfortable Um you know, I, I know that people are spending a lot of time at home in the moment and a lot of people are in loungewear, but these jeans are my loungewear and wow. also my dressing up clothes because I just, they're my perfect jeans. They're so comfy and so great. I love the idea of vintage Target. Yeah, it I literally, like. yeah, it's got Did Target used to school. last? Well, yeah, I feel like probably had better quality back in the day. I would think so. I yeah. think pretty much everywhere it did because until sort of the revolution the sort of fast fashion of industry. revolution, yeah. industri- industrial China, that kind of thing. Mm. Yeah. They're very, very great jeans. I guess for my third pick, it's it sounds so boring, but it's literally what I wear all the time. And I could talk endlessly about this T-shirt and it's literally just a plain white T-shirt. How boring is that? I mean, that's sounds your style. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's your style in yeah, I love a it. nutshell. A very good white T-shirt. Yeah. Well, this is a particularly yeah. good white T-shirt. Yeah. This one I found at a store here in Adelaide called Pre-Love. I really love this because it's kind of our answer to those stores that I was talking about in America Mm -hmm. where you can sell your clothing. Um, The way that they do it is that you can opt to hire a rack in their store for a week or two and then you take in all of your clothing and you list it at whatever prices that you want to sell it for and then you keep all of that money that you make. You're literally only paying for the the rack higher fee and I've done it. I think that it's well worth it. It's um, a really fun way to get rid of some of your clothing. Um, but I found this white t-shirt there. It was $5. Um, I love a crew neck t-shirt that is kind of boxy and this one is the perfect weight. Do you know what that, what I mean by that? The weight of a t-shirt? Yeah. Absolutely. Because like to me, I feel like a heavier t-shirt lasts longer, which For sure. is my main thing. Yeah, definitely. And for me, you know, I don't want to be able to see my bra through a T-shirt. I want to be able to wear. (laughs) Exactly right. Like I don't want to, you know, wear a white T-shirt and have to worry about not wearing um, a skin color or a white bra. (laughs) We don't have to talk (laughs) about it anymore, but you get what I mean. Um, So this T-shirt is just my all-time favorite. It was $5 from Pre-Love and... Like, honestly, the only devastation to me that this is secondhand means that I just can't buy more of them because Hmm. if I could replace all of my T-shirts with variations of this one T-shirt in different colours, then I totally would. Could you, like, look it up and buy one new? Yeah, that's the difficulty is that it wasn't from an ethical producer of clothing. So, yes, I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so 
if this is sort of like treasure hunting, what are your main places you go to? What are your favorite places to find secondhand finds? Sure. Well, I'm going to tell you three. That's what I said. No, you didn't. I said three. (laughs) You didn't. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So my first favorite place to go would be Savers. And specifically, I really love the Savers in Norlunga here in South Australia. Uh, It's huge. This to me is the, it's like the American version of the op shop here in Adelaide. So many of our op shops here are really small and pokey. Whereas I feel like over in the States, when you go op shopping, they're all huge. And I feel like Savers is our answer to that. I feel like when you walk in, it's it's just heavenly. It's so good. And I <laughs> smells been... like old people to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. But it or it's just clothes, full of <laughs> it's full of possibility and wonder. I love going to Savers. <laughs> and I would particularly recommend going on a fifty percent off day. Um because Close a half price. And I will say about Savers. <laughs> Solid argument. <laughs> yep. And I will say that I do think that sometimes Savers can be slightly overpriced for some of their items. Um, so that's why I would recommend it on a 50% off day. Though you do have to be ready for battle if you go there on that kind of day because <laughs> wow. it's pretty packed. It sounds terrifying. It sounds like my idea of heaven. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. So my second favorite place to shop secondhand is a place here in Adelaide called Mecco Market. Um, It was really the first of its kind here in Adelaide. Similar to Prelove, they do this system of where you can hire a rack to sell your Prelove clothing. Um, And when they came on the scene, it was unlike anything that I'd heard of before. I'd never come across anything like it and it certainly hadn't already existed here in Adelaide. They're actually attached to a cafe as well. So it's kind of ideal because you can get your coffee and then you can browse through racks of people's pre-loved clothing. So the interesting thing about this is it's not your typical op shop. The money isn't going to community projects or a charity. It's going directly to the person whose clothing it was in the first place. Um, But I I think you can find really high quality items this way and um, just stuff that is maybe a little more current than what you find in a typical op shop. The last place that I would like to highlight is a recent find and love of mine. Um, It actually hasn't been around for all that long. It is the Red Cross op shop in Hove. So in between Glenelg and Brighton, there's a Red Cross op shop that opened up a few months ago. And this is where I have found so many amazing items. Something that I find really interesting and that I love about the Red Cross is it's where you can find a lot of brand new clothing, stuff that still has the tags on it that for whatever reason, it just couldn't sell in the store. So I think they have a deal with like the Country Road group because I'm often finding like Country Road and Witchery and Trenary and, and their brands in the store. And it might be that there's a makeup stain on the top or that a thread is pulled slightly. So I've just found so many amazing things that I would you know, happily buy firsthand, but that I can grab for a fraction of a cost at that store. Nice one. Yeah. So in your op shopping, what are you looking for right now? What's your, what's in your wish list? Mm. On my op shopping wish list currently would be a brown coat. I really want a beautiful, heavy winter coat 
and specifically, like I can envision it. I know what it looks like. I just have to find it somewhere. I don't want a camel coat. I want it to be like a little darker and richer than that. I've, yeah, I've recently really rediscovered brown as a colour that I like to wear in my wardrobe. Um, So I'm looking for my perfect brown winter coat. What else would I be looking for? I feel like I'm always looking for dresses, um, although we are kind of coming out of the season for wearing dresses, so probably less that and more. Um, Little lady blouses, I would say, like beautiful white cotton blouses. Do you know what that is? No. Oh, (laughs) it's that French girl style I was talking (laughs) about. (laughs) Yeah, I've been looking, you know, on eBay, Mm -hmm. Marketplace, because all the op shops are closed right now. Oh, yeah. It's a terrible sadness. So sad. Yeah. All we can do is talk about them. That's right. Now we got some rapid fire questions. Here we go. Are you ready? I am ready. All right. Do you prefer skinny jeans or relaxed denim? Relaxed denim. Op shopping alone or with a friend? Alone. Go away. Minimalism or maximalism? You want to try that again? (laughs) No. I would say that maximalism in terms of style, minimalism in terms of number of items. Secondhand shopping online or in real life? Mm, Usually in real life, right now online. (laughs) (laughs) Neutrals or colour? Neutrals on me, colours on others. Dressing for comfort or style? Style. Heels or flats? Uh, A small heel. (laughs) I am height deprived. Leather or lace? Mm, mm. Mm. <laughs> lace. Pants or dresses? Pants in winter, dresses in summer. Tea or coffee? Coffee. Sweet or savory? Savory. A wardrobe full of new or secondhand? Mm, a wardrobe full of secondhand. I think so. Even if I had endless money, I would still choose secondhand. Really? Yeah. Wow. It's so fun. That's the end of the questions. Well, I think that means it's the end of the podcast. All right. Jake, thank you so much for interviewing me for episode one of Well Worn Pod. No worries. Very happy to do it. I really appreciate it. And I really appreciate you, listener, for tuning in. Um, I'm really excited that we got to kick things off. Uh, Tune in next week. I'm going to have a guest for you. They don't know it yet. I don't know it yet, but we're going to make it happen. Uh, And we will hear some really interesting stories about the world of secondhand, I'm sure. Um, If you liked this, can you like podcasts? I don't know how it works. So you can leave a review on Apple or Spotify. Well, I hope that you do if you liked it. If you didn't like it, then don't leave a mean review. Are you going to make an Instagram for this? Uh, I don't know. Should I? Yes. Okay, well, then you can follow me along on Instagram at wellwornpod. Yeah. Sure, I'll Sign make up that. right now. Yeah, great. Okay. We're breaking well, the fourth wall so hard right now. <laughs> we can. <laughs> well, yeah, that's You're fine. in on the production conversation, listener. Welcome. Welcome. And farewell. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. I will catch you next week. This has been Wellworn Pod. Thanks for listening.